0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am Chris, and with me, as always, is my co-host Ben. And we are here to talk football, bringing you news, notes, and our opinion. And Ben, this week a little different than last. You were smiling ear to ear when we started the show That's with correct. your Jared Goff tank prediction. Not so great this week.
1: No, it wasn't a banner. Do you recording. want to talk
0: about it? Or you need more time.
1: No, we'll we'll go over it real quick. I'm going to try to breeze by as quickly as I can. So, going one for two in my bank. I mean, Dalton saved me, barely.
0: That's uh, something no one's ever said I before. I know, right? That's the first time it's ever been said. And as bad
1: of a week as he had.
0: Thanks, I mean, God, for Andy Dalton.
1: Oof. And uh, my tank, 0 for 3. 0 for 3. Garbage time, I might, I might have a personal gripe against... Garbage time.
0: No. Yes. That's un- no, 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 no. I feel
1: no. I feel like it's, it's unjustified, and it bloats scores to a degree where a blowout should be a blowout, and it turns it into a closer game than it should be.
0: Well, um, it's still part of the time on the clock but as it, part of the game, so it, of course it counts. It
1: doesn't feed my narrative.
0: Okay, there we go. There it is. I mean, i would right. be frank. It there you go. Okay, I can, I can respect that. I, I, mean, I disagree, but I can respect that. I was going to say, because if that's the case, we have to go back to like week three of last year when Mike Evans caught that long touchdown in garbage <laughs> time to give you a win in me over fantasy. That's So fair. We, can, we can just go, you that's know, fair. reverse that decision if, if you want.
1: It, if it fits my narrative, then I'm <laughs> all for it. But if it, fits my, it doesn't fit my narrative, I'm against it. Uh, you're going like, to run for office next term, aren't you? Well, I'll try my best, you know. <laughs> I think I fit right in, too.
0: With, with that, with that kind of uh, opinion and, and viewpoint, yeah, footballing yeah. and back and forth, yeah. just like that, man nailed it.
1: I'm on point. Nailed it. Um, Austin Eckler though, that was just he just had a good game. Like I did not expect him. I mean, obviously he was out of the backfield most of it, so he is more the receiving back. But I thought, I thought Gordon was going to take over.
0: The yeah, he lined uh, up touches. his receiver a lot,
1: he a did. lot,
0: especially in that second half.
1: I mean, it didn't help him win the game though
0: thanks to Melvin Gordon.
1: Yeah, see, and Melvin Gordon caused them to lose the game. I mean, maybe the
0: training camp would have helped with that, but I, what do I know?
1: Well, and we went over that. We I'm we just a humble podcast. Week, didn't we?
0: I'm just a humble podcast co-host. I'm not a football player. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just
1: not a great week. Not a great week. I'm um, eating some humble pie this week. Yeah, but I'm hoping for a better, a better week next week. Um, what do you? How did you do this weekend?
0: Much better than you. You were really bad. Yeah, thank you. I went just in case you didn't know. I went three for three in bank. Nice. Uh, my weakest bank was Josh Jacobs of the Raiders. He, but he had 124 rushing yards, threw in a few receptions. So if that's the worst one of my players did. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Tank was a little different. I uh, I thought Teddy Bridgewater would tank, and he didn't he didn't you know set the world on fire. He you know 281 yards and two touchdowns, but he did not tank you. So. Right. I thought he may against that defense, but he did not. Good for him. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, wasn't great on the ground. No. Uh, got four for 33 through the air and a touchdown. No, Aaron Rodgers was throwing everybody, including the guy in the concession stand touchdown passes on Aaron Sunday. Rogers, so.
1: <laughs> Aaron Rodgers had an ungodly performance. So. Yeah,
0: on my bench. Awesome. As far as Tank went, I mean, I can't, I can't say Jones tanked. He got a touchdown, and he you know, got some receptions. He was productive, so I can't, I can't take credit for that one. Keenan Allen. Four for 61. Uh, you have Keenan Allen in your team to be a wide receiver. One, he was not a wide receiver. One, he was barely a wide receiver, two, Honestly,
1: four for 61. That's your that's nothing. So your, I nailed that you're one. You're expecting that out of a flex player, not a not a yeah, R- exactly or right. WR one, you're f-
0: yeah, you're fine with that. Yeah, you're fine with that out of you know the last guy you throw in your lineup just right. to try to you know catch a legend in a bottle. But uh, Keenan Allen, no, Keenan Allen, you expect seven and eight for 80 or 90 in a touchdown, if not more. And, and he has not been delivering after after he got off to a really hot start. He has really really struggled. And uh,
1: and what's that sad is, is that apparently Teddy's going back to Teddy Bridgewater. This might be his might have been his last week starting.
0: Yeah, uh, but I think he's played himself into a really nice contract oh, yeah. in the off season. If he if he wants to go somewhere else and start, he has absolutely played his way into that.
1: And there'll be plenty of teams out there that'll. Definitely want to take a stab at Teddy. Predict Teddy Bridgewater.
0: Absolutely. I wonder. I almost wonder if if teams know if Drew Brees is coming back next week. If anybody's tried to pull him away from the Saints, I wouldn't trade him if I was New Orleans because you don't know at Brees' age and other injury.
1: Right. And and Teddy's already proven that he can run. The exactly.
0: Offense. So I, I mean, I hang on to him. And, just, I don't care if they offer you two first round picks. You hang on to him because that's not two first round picks is not worth potentially. Trading a Super Bowl for.
1: And what if he's not ready this week? Yeah, exactly. And now you're going to trade him. You'll literally have like a day. No, not even a day. Like less than a day after the week's over the following Monday to potentially trade him because trade deadline will be Tuesday. And you're hoping that after coming out of the bye week that he's 100% healthy. Right. So, now, I mean, I'm, I'm betting teams are gauging the availability of Teddy. I would say if I was Peyton in the front office, I would say we're going to hold on to him for the uh, rest of the season. Because you also got to remember, Drew Brees' contract's up at the end of the season.
0: Right. I don't think there's any, much much like with, with, with Tom Brady and the Patriots, I don't think there's any chance Drew Brees goes anywhere else in place. But I mean, you can, never know.
1: We can discuss that on another episode.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. But I mean, much like that, I mean, you kind of look at that the same way where it's, right. I know Drew Brees didn't start his career with New Orleans. Right. But he's saints through and through. I and mean, he's, he's Mister Saint. I mean, he's
1: brought so much to that city.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like I don't, I
1: don't, I don't see them parting ways. No. But no. Joe Montana played on the Chiefs. I- I'm going to go back to that boat. Jerry I, Rice played on the Oakland Raiders. He played on the Seattle Seahawks. He went to training camp with the Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, the common narrative there is the 49ers, who oh, have not always been known for true. having the best front office. And at that point, and, management.
1: and at that point, the uh, front office, head coaching, ownership, yeah, was, was in not, so much flux that it yeah, just, not good. It, it was like a 10, 15 year of just. Ugh.
0: They they pretty much thought we got all we can out of these guys. Right. Want to move on? Right. Yeah, I don't I don't think I think the the Patriots and Saints structurally, well, it's certainly not beyond the Patriots to walk away from a player no. when they still have something to give. I don't see them going to Tom Brady and being like, yeah, buy a place somewhere else. I, I know we're not talking about that now, but right. with Drew Brees, I don't see him going anywhere either. He's going to be in New Orleans if he wants to keep playing.
1: Right, without being down there in New Orleans, if I was down there and I can get the feel of the city and the feel of how they treat him, I'd be probably more staunch at saying he's not going anywhere. But just on the outside, between the interaction between Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees – and how they are treating that city from just the outside perspective, I just don't see him going anywhere.
0: And as a football fan, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. I hope he, he retires as a saint. He's going to go in the Hall of fame as a saint. Yeah, he will. Well, regardless, he will that. Go yeah. well, in the Hall of fame as a saint. But, but I, Teddy, I hope he retires as a saint, yeah. Uh,
1: Teddy Teddy will definitely get some love somewhere. Absolutely. They, and re- Deservedly definitely. so. Plenty of teams off the top of my head would be able to use him. Tennessee Titans, Tampa I, Bay Buccaneers. Chicago Bears. Chicago
0: Bears. I know, I know, Trubisky, but he's is. I mean, Trubisky's awful. Trubisky is awful. Mitchell Trubisky is awful. There's no two ways about it. He's bad. In fact,
1: if I think about it, I'd have to go dig and in, dig into this. I don't think uh, Nagy was part of the team when I drafted.
0: I actually don't know that. I think he was hired. I th- he was hired that. last year.
1: Nagy was hired last year. Yeah. I want to say Trubisky was drafted the year before. Yeah. He was so he in the might Warriors. not have been-
0: <laughs> Ask any Bear fan, they'll be able to tell you yeah. Mr. Trubisky was drafted before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson.
1: Side note, they traded up.
0: They traded up a lot to get – to trade up a, one spot?
1: I think it was one or two spots. Two. ridiculous. When there was
0: teams in their way that were not going to draft a quarterback. Really, it's it's illogical. It's
1: that common case of betting against yourself, yeah, for no reason. Yeah,
0: it didn't. Yeah, and it was did not. It has not paid off.
1: Well, since we're diving into injuries, I think there's a big one we have to talk about.
0: Yeah, again, Patrick Mahomes. I think we're gonna.
1: Well, now we know what's going on. Yeah. So he's got dislocated kneecap. What's the projection?
0: I've seen three to five. Mm-hmm. You have to think. I mean, for a young guy in good shape, I guess that's really that's possible, right? I'd have to lean more towards five or more. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Just in all my – I've been watching the NFL since (laughs) I remember opening my eyes. Yeah. And there's just no way a guy who needs to be as mobile as Patrick Mahomes comes back from a dislocated knee. It's not a sprain. It's not a little sore. Right. A dislocated knee, that is – I hear that is incredibly painful and it, it lingers for a while. So, I don't think three weeks from now, Patrick Mahomes is running out there. And if you're the Chiefs, you don't risk it. You don't risk it. That is your franchise. That is. He's the guy. This isn't a a, a Trubisky situation where you're trying to To figure (laughs) it out. The Chiefs aren't saying, I wonder if Patrick Mahomes is our future. No, he is your future. He is the next 10 to 15 years of the quarterback position. They're preparing
1: a contract for him to sign in the offseason.
0: Yeah, and it will be the biggest contract in NFL history. Correct. Without a doubt. And you do not risk that. No. I don't care if he's out for eight weeks and you go 0-8. Mm-hmm. You do not rush him back. You do not risk it. It makes no sense. He's the guy. This isn't this isn't some old gunslinger like Drew Brees on his, uh, <laughs> you know. You no, know I'm saying where Brees is injured. If, if the doctor told him, ah, oh, if you go out there, man, you, you you could risk it in your career. And he's like, well, I'm playing because this is it anyways. I'm going out with a bang. Right, he's at the okay. end of his career. It's Patrick Mahomes.
1: He's in his third season.
0: He's a third year, young guy future sky is the limit I mean I could honestly see this guy winning several Super Bowls absolutely and I mean, he's already won an MVP yeah and he's going to win more you don't risk him you no. do not risk him I, I, it would make no sense so Andy Reid's probably going to do it so
1: if I was in the front office would you like what I would do
0: please I see that smirk on your face it's going to be something outlandish but go ahead
1: <laughs> what if you put him on IR
0: Oh, I was, gonna, I was just actually going to guess that no
1: IR return for de- uh, oh, designation for return. return. Yes,
0: if you know internally mm-hmm. that the injury is going to be anywhere near that eight week mark, yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, there's no need to
1: risk it. So you put him on IR right now, right now, week seven. So you put him on IR right now. He's out to week 15. Okay, he can come back week 15. Right after six weeks, he can start practicing. So now he's week. 13 and 14, he's practicing to get ready for week 15. Week 15, they face Denver at home. And they have Chicago week 16 in Chicago and at L.A. Chargers week 17. I would say by then, Chicago and the Chargers are probably looking at holiday plans, what golf courses they're going to play because the route those guys are going They're not going to be making the playoffs, the Chargers and the Bears. Right. Uh, We can just dismiss the the Broncos. It's a home game, so we can just dismiss them as they're already bad and they're selling pieces off, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, So that's going to be an easy win. Do you go with Matt Moore? You could go with Matt Moore. I have some thoughts on who you could potentially get. So the aforementioned Andy Dalton, you could go get him. Last year of his de- last year of his contract, he's got a sixteen million dollar base, so it's probably about eight to ten million dollars left on the contract for the rest of the year. Kansas City has enough room under the cap to take that in.
0: Do the yeah. Bengals give him up for anything reasonable? Because- I think. Well,
1: I think if you're if you're thinking reasonable, sixth round pick. Actually, it's the second to last year, and his last year of his contract is pretty much you can void it. So you can just walk away from Andy Dalton 100% next before next year and not have to pay any dead dead money. And the Cincinnati Bengals will be on the hook for 200 k this year that they probably already paid out in roster bonus. Would they give him up for a six? Well, if they want to move on to their, I think they got a first or second-year quarterback sitting on the bench, they can go for it. Um, it also gets them off salary cap for the rest of the year. They don't have to pay him out. Um, and they're only paying 200 k They might try to pull more draft picks out, but I think reasonably thinking, it's a six-round pick. Now, if, if Cincinnati acts a fool and wants, wants like a second or a third.
0: And they will, because they know what you just said.
1: Right. I move on to Case Keenum and the Washington Redskins. And he's oh. at 3.5. I know. I know. He's that at 3.5. Is gross. That is super gross. 3.5 base, and he's got about 1 or 1.5 left on the deal for the rest of the year. No dead cap. I think realistically that would be a six-round pick. Uh, He's got a 66% completion percentage, about 1,200 yards. He's got a nine touchdown to four interception ratio. And he'd be on a better offensive team than he is right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. By by, by a mile.
1: And I'll give you a third scenario. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That I can see. 1.5. Base, so he's got roughly 750 to a mil K left over. And Miami would unfortunately have to incur four million dollars in debt money for this year and uh, bonuses, but I'm sure they already paid him out. Uh, he does have a contract for next year, but again, it's another, yeah, just, just have a nice day and it's chump change. So even if they wanted to keep him, uh, they could. He's unfortunately at a 59 percent completion percentage 707 yards, three touchdowns, five interceptions. But he's also been playing Pong with Josh Rosen with the quarterback position. Yeah. And there's absolutely, with the exception of Preston Wilson and the emergence of this Mark Walden, uh, who had a pretty good game this past weekend. he looks pretty good. They have no offensive weapons. So I laid out three scenarios for you. I think if they took, at worst case scenario, you take Ryan Fitzpatrick. You can, in an eight-week period, you could probably bite off two – Two wins, without without looking at their schedule right now, you bite off two wins. You'd have eight weeks for Mahomes to be a hundred percent healthy. Because you got to factor in it's not just the kneecap; he was already injured before yeah, that. Yeah, his that ankle was already hurting. Yeah. So now your ankle, the ankle and the kneecap get healthy. They have a buy in there.
0: I mean, they're going to lose to the Patriots. Well, if they have Mahomes back and he's somewhat healthy, I mean, Patriots beating him is not guaranteed. No,
1: but the you have the Colts who could run off a bunch of wins and just blow right by them.
0: Oh, you're talking in the standings for number ones. Oh, okay. The first oh, yeah, round by, The first round
1: by for the first and second seed. I think you have to say goodbye to that already. Because there's already reports that there may be speculation he might play this weekend, which is ridiculous. Because if you put him out there this weekend, you guarantee your season's gone. Because he's going to get injured.
0: There's no way
1: he's They, say, they say it's a stretch. The report's out of Kansas. It's a stretch. It shouldn't even be a stretch. It shouldn't even be acknowledged. They should just move on from it and say, he's ready when he's ready.
0: But, That's people just looking to get clicks and attention. Right. There's absolutely no way Patrick Mahomes can play this weekend. No. I mean, if they put him on the field, whoever makes that call, when he inevitably gets carted off the field, right? and the future of your franchise is you head to the operating table, Yeah. when all you had to do was sit on him for a month and let him heal, you should be fired on the spot.
1: And if it's the owner?
0: owner should fire himself. Maybe
1: the other owners should just say, get out. You're also risking his career.
0: Absolutely. And, and that, that, he, that's no good. And a talented kid like that, yeah. oh, this yeah.
1: kid could take over for – no, is going to take over for Tom Brady, Drew Brees.
0: Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is,
1: is kind of a couple more years away. But Still moving is, around just fine. He is going to be the upper echelon icon of the sport.
0: He's going to be the face of the league. Yes. And he may already be, honestly.
1: I just think with my scenario laid out, you can get yourself two or three wins out of an AFC that's kind of down with the exception of a few teams up. And then he comes in week 15, 16, 17. He's 100% healthy, ready to go.
0: I want to touch on your scenarios because you laid them all out there. Yep. Ryan Fitzpatrick makes a lot of sense. Experience. Yep. He plays for a different team every 14 minutes. So, I mean, you know learning a new playbook is not an issue.
1: I think this would be another notch on the belt, too. I do yeah, he's it. ready for Kansas City. Yeah, I don't think he ha- no,
0: he hasn't. If that's what he's going for, congratulations. <laughs> and it's somebody who you could easily put back in the backup role without a problem right. the minute Mahomes is healthy. Case Keenum? I thought that was really crazy at first when I heard it. Right. However, Washington isn't going anywhere. No. Except 2-14, and, and that's the best-case scenario. Keenum's not the guy for the future, obviously. Haskins is. Well, they think Haskins is. So, I think that's not a bad idea. And Kansas City runs a fast-paced offense, and maybe Keenum can't keep up with that. Well, you know, he did have Diggs and Thielen in Minnesota. It was extremely successful. Yeah, Got himself a nice contract with Denver, which they regretted immediately because they don't run that kind of offense.
1: Then they don't have those kind of
0: weapons. Right. But, I mean, I really think Keenum could be very efficient in that offense.
1: And again, to the same point you made, he wouldn't have a problem going to the back seat.
0: Right when the time's come. right, he'd understand what his role was and he'd be able to help. Andy Dalton, no. Moving on, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if they were to get Andy
1: Dalton, that would that would trigger something with me to say there's something more than just uh, just kitty kid in cap.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Like if they came to the point for week uh, eight weeks out from when they put him on the on IR, and said he's not ready, he's not going to be ready, so we're going to leave him on IR for the rest of the season. Whereas, Keenum and Fitzpatrick, to your point, yeah, they would take that bad seat. I just think Matt Moore retired. Now, I get it. He played okay. Okay, and okay is being generous against Denver. But he's going to face some tougher competition, and if Mahomes isn't ready for New England. New England will literally destroy the child.
0: The child listen to you.
1: He the will, man won an
0: MVP award with a phenomenal year last year. The disrespect. No, 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 no. Not Mahomes. Oh, if
1: Mahomes isn't ready, Matt, Matt Moore is going to get destroyed. Okay, i are talking about Mahomes. I'm No, like, no, no, oh, no, no, I mean, no, no. Come on, man. Moore will get destroyed. This is this is my point to You have a guy who I'm was retired and you pull them off the retirement, right? You can't. I don't. I don't see why you can't just take a sixth or a seventh and go get Case Keenum or Ryan Fitzpatrick and say we can get two to three wins with one of those guys. More so Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's he, he's been in so many offenses. It wouldn't take much for him to integrate.
0: He could probably get traded now and play Sunday without a problem. Absolutely, I, I really believe that with him. I don't think they make a move, though. They're
1: not going to. And I bet you, two weeks, he'll be on, um, Mahomes will be on the field.
0: Moore did have that long pass to Tyreek Hill last week. But any, How- of these,
1: any of the quarterbacks I pointed out could do that. Well, yeah,
0: but they don't have to go draft picks. They already have Matt
1: Moore. I feel like you're looking at two things. One, you're looking at losing potentially every game. Without looking at their entire schedule, they're at home, Green Bay, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. There's no way he's gonna keep. There's no way Matt Moore's gonna keep up with Aaron Rodgers. With Matt Moore, the only reason why you won that game was because you already had a lead, so your defense could pin their ears back,
0: right, and destroy. And they're facing Joe Flacco, right? Who, in case he haven't gotten, the, you know, the point, absolutely sucks. I think you've said that. I
1: I think with these, at least two of these quarterbacks, you can fight out for some wins. More so. Fitzpatrick, than Keenum, because I think Keenum would take a week to integrate. Yeah, it Whereas could take a few weeks. Fitzpatrick, you could just put him in, run your offense. He might give up the ball a little bit,
0: but he's also going to make some plays. The thing between Keenum and Fitzpatrick yeah. and Matt Moore is, do you want to lose by 15 or do you want to lose by 35?
1: Are you saying Moore would be worse?
0: I don't know. Flip a coin. Because you're <laughs> at least more familiar with the system. Yeah. He's there. I know. He's been in all the time. to those guys in practice. Yep. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think they're not going to make a move and give up a draft pick. Because what if they go out? And I don't think it will happen. Trust me. I think Green Bay is going to mop the floor with them. Yep. Because they don't have Mahomes. What if he goes out and he puts up 350 yards and three touchdowns and the defense just – Plays the right scheme and they can slow down Aaron Rodgers and they win.
1: Yes. I don't believe
0: it'll happen. that would be a stunner. It'd be a big stunner. Now with Mahomes, that's a shootout all day. Yeah. With more, eh, well, I, don't know. I
1: just I just don't like because you have you have you have Green Bay, Minnesota, Tennessee, Chargers, and then the bye.
0: Yeah. So you have three very 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 good to great defenses in right. the Chargers. And we know how the
1: Vikings have been all season. They've been up, they've been down, and they've
0: been left, they've been right. In fairness the Chargers should be a really good defense, but they've had some injuries, right. you know.
1: And Oakland's been uh well that's Oakland's after the bye. But uh, Tennessee Tennessee we just don't know what Tennessee is. I don't see Matt Moore helping their team through this Unfortunately it's gonna be like two, three games. They're gonna push for him to go and play probably against the Chargers before the bye week.
0: I agree with you, but I mean if if you can realistically if I'm them, I say after the bye week at the earliest. Nah, just give him give him that give him that five weeks. He's the future of your franchise. And here's here's where I think I just want to close on this. Sure. Where I think it's difficult for the Chiefs. If this happens week five, they can throw Matt Moore out there for two weeks. Especially if they know Mahomes is going to be out for another 3-5. to five. Yeah. After that, they can say, wow, Moore was good. We can, we can win a few games with him. Uh, much like with the Saints when Breeze got injured with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't believe they, any, anybody thought. They'll tell you this, but in our heart of hearts, they don't believe Teddy Bridgewater was going to rattle off this many wins in a, a row. Not chance. And not lose a game to this point as the starter. I know when they lost that game, he came in as a backup. But lose a game as the starter. If they say hey, you know, we can, we can win two of these five games when Holmes is out, and then we're we're absolutely in, in the hunt for a wild card, maybe even the division, depending. We don't have to make a move. Or if, if Moore goes out and he just struggles mercilessly and looks terrible, then they say, well, we have to make a move because this guy is just, I mean, he's awful. He's like, I mean, it looks like Joe Flacco out there playing.
1: Well, essentially they'll have – one game to decide. And unfortunately, it's against Green
0: Bay. Is, I thought the trade down was the day before. Or is, is it Monday after? It's the Tuesday after. Oh, okay. So they okay, so will have, we'll have, have a chance to see more. They're going to have
1: Sunday Night Football to look at Matt Moore. And they're going to wake up Monday morning. And as soon as the week is over, essentially they'd have 24 hours to decide. Four o'clock on Tuesday will be it. So they'll have to decide. Your your competition is Oakland in the division. I think if you acquire one of the two, Case Keenum and Ryan Fitzpatrick, you've secured yourself to maintain that lead. Putting him on IR, giving him the time to rest his knee and his ankle, and then bring him back for 15, 16, 17, rattle off three wins. Even if you're the same record as Oakland, rattle off three straight wins at that point, I think you put yourself in a position to win.
0: Sure. No, absolutely. I don't think they're going to put him on IR. No, there's also no way he plays this weekend. That's just ludicrous. There's absolutely absolutely no way. I think the three-week minimum is optimistic, truthfully. I I think it will be more towards five. And at that point, you're back from the bye, and then you have your franchise quarterback back as long as everything's healthy and checks out. Well, they were very, very excited that they avoided surgery, which means they thought that was an honest risk. To throw them out there too early, you're just you're asking to mess with this kid's career. The Chiefs have a decision to make there as far as if they want to make a trade or not.
1: Right.
0: But there are a couple of teams today and in the past few days that have already made that decision. Yeah, they did. Some big trades that went down, as well as a very squeaky microphone. Sorry about that. It happens. I could edit that out, maybe. So, uh, I mean, not always not the biggest names necessarily. I mean, some big names, but not anybody massive. Not an old El Beckham in the offseason trade. Right. But I mean, I think some some real impact players who you're gonna look back and go, you know, that was a really key trade. Yeah, the Patriots getting Sanu for a second round pick, That's huge. That is huge. He signed for next year too. Yeah, that is an, a tremendously talented receiver. People lose track of that because he plays alongside.
1: He plays alongside Julio Jones. Yeah, and then they drafted Calvin, Calvin Ridley, Ridley last
0: year, and he was still productive even with those two guys right. in the lineup. As the clear number three, Austin he Hooper. was still productive. And yeah, you got Austin, Austin Hooper. And they like to throw out of the backfield
1: when they had when they had Tevin Coleman, and then, then now this year they still do it a little bit with Freeman and Smith yep. and anybody else they can get their hands on. Gary Conley going from Oakland
0: to Houston. Oakland likes to trade for first round picks and then trade them away.
1: Yeah, I was kind of perplexed because last year they talked about trading them last year, but they all, they would not take anything other than a first round pick yeah. for him. Now this year their third round pick,
0: mm-hmm. and he wasn't playing bad. John Gruden's idea. Is, apparently, to just collect draft picks right. and not have anybody on the field.
1: It seems like, it seems like he just literally wants his players. Because he didn't draft Garen Conley.
0: He was there already.
1: Just like Khalil Mack was already there. Yeah. Just like Amari Cooper was already
0: there. Like You can keep players. Does he know he can keep players from an old regime? I don't think he knows that. Okay, I know he was out of the league for... He's still trying to see if anybody from his Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl team will sign with him. I'm sure Warren Sapp would try. Yeah, well, I. at least it has some semblance of a pass rush.
1: <laughs> say Jones going from Buffalo to to Oakland. That's confusing.
0: Yeah, it's like Say so Jones was,
1: I want to say he was a late first or he was a second-round pick.
0: Yeah, and a guy who had a lot of potential, but. Just Obviously, didn't, didn't pan out in Buffalo. Yeah.
1: And and having no quarterback
0: didn't help him. Yeah, Josh Allen. Hmm? Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, he's not great.
0: You know, he's not a elite pocket passer, no. but he's a good quarterback.
1: So I'd say it's probably 50 50. Yeah. Partly on Jones. Maybe he just tonight. needs a change of scenery. You never yeah. know. It's just perplexing. I mean, one
0: thing's for sure. If you want to see how much talent a receiver has, you you have Derek Carth with the ball to him. That's right. Yeah.
1: Speaking of another person Marty that Cooper. might be uh, on their way out soon. Yeah. Because you know he's, uh, he's been talking about, not directly but indirectly through other sources, he's been wanting to move on from Derek.
0: Yeah, we'll see if that happens.
1: Because he is part of that you know elite group of people that were there before John got there, yet he hasn't been moved yet.
0: Khalil Mack, all world talent. No, nope. trade him away. We're not going to re-sign him. We don't have a pass rush now. Forget it. That's fine. Amari Cooper, super talented, lost in the shuffle there in Oakland. Traded to Dallas. All of a sudden, he looks like a pro bowler. Gary and Conley. Admittedly, being a defensive player, uh, I haven't seen as much of him.
1: He's a cornerback from Ohio State. And they have a pedigree. Oh, yeah. Of producing top-level corners. Defenders in general. Defenders in general, fair enough. To say he's not talented. Now, going to Houston, I don't know if that's going to help him or not. But it can't hurt to get out of Oakland. What do you think of Sanders. Going to San Francisco with a fifth round pick for a third and a fourth.
0: I actually think it's a really good move because you have a ton of undeveloped potential at receiver in San Fran, and you have a guy like Emmanuel Sanders who can come in. He's not going to take their crap. Emmanuel Sanders. Those receivers aren't doing what they're supposed to do. If they don't run the right route, if they don't run, Emmanuel Sanders will let them know. He will. He's th- not shy.
1: Like he's literally coming in there. And he's, he's going to take that number one position. He's going to take the most. I mean, him and Kittle will be like one and two every week with touches. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So all the other receivers that are left over, I'm not going to throw you a pity party because you should have produced. Right. Like Jimmy Garoppolo's a good quarterback. George Kittle is turning into an all-world tight end. You should have stepped up and been more productive wide receiver before he got there.
0: No, I don't even think it's along that negative context. I think it's, like I said, I think a guy like Emmanuel Sanders can really teach these guys something. I mean, they have they have a ton of speed. They have, you know, uh, good hands. They can run routes. But it's kind of like, you know, when you're doing like a creative player in Madden and you can only choose two attributes and the third one struggles. Right. A lot of these guys have the two attributes. They just need – to round it off a little bit with that third one. And a guy like Sanders can come in and really show them how to do it effectively. And I think he'll put up good numbers. Mm-hmm. I think he will definitely help the offense. He'll definitely keep, help the offense keep the ball on the field. He's a really, really good short yardage receiver. So not having the fullback doesn't hurt the running game so much when a play action can bring up the threat of a quick pass to a guy like Sanders who can take it to the house. I think I think it's a really really good move, honestly. It's, and I don't think they gave him that much to get him either. It's um, that, really solid.
1: And then it's the last year of his deal, so basically
0: yeah. he's got from week eight till the end of the season. If it doesn't work, okay, then move we on. give him a few a few late round picks, no big deal. I think it will though. I think it'll help him.
1: So, do you have any trade thoughts on what you'd like to see or what you think will happen? Anything that's turning in that little
0: head of yours? A little out of mind. Obviously, you've never been with me when I had to buy a hat. (laughs) I keep hearing AJ Green's name thrown out there. Mm -hmm. I don't think it happens. No? I'd be interested, especially if he is, they said he's probably a few weeks away from playing still. I mean, if you're going in the rebuild mode and you're going to sell off Dalton, get Green out of there too. It's fine. See if you you can get a second-round pick for him. He has the talent for it. I wouldn't want my team... As talented as Green is, yeah. he's so injury-prone, you could just be pretty much take that second-round pick and flush it down the toilet.
1: He's also, this is his last year.
0: Yeah, which, you know what? Honestly, for a guy of his talent, yeah. if he was not injury-prone, didn't carry the injury-prone tag, I'd be willing to give up a, a second-round pick on a rental for his talent. But no one's going to pay the price the Bengals are going to want for an A.J. Green.
1: So I'll tr- I'll throw a trade scenario for you. What's that? A.J. Green to Indianapolis for a twenty twenty third. And a 2021
0: fourth. I mean, if you're Cincinnati, I mean...
1: Indianapolis has both those picks that they can trade. And they have the cap space to take on his
0: remaining contract. How dangerous would that offense yeah. be with him?
1: When he gets back, he, you take over what them Funches is supposed to do.
0: You already have a star with T.Y. Hillen. Right. You have Zach Pascoe, who... I mean, I, you know, I don't want to pull it out of proportion. He had a very, very nice week just last week. You have two tight ends. Two two very good tight ends, an incredibly not only talented but underrated running back, and, a phenomenal offensive line.
1: And his backup to, uh, that, that catches out of the back. Absolutely. Hines. Hines, yep, absolutely. And then you have your quarterback who I think he's a top three in the discussion for NFL MVP.
0: I, mean, I still think it's Russell Wilson, but with his little hiccup this past weekend against Baltimore.
1: Right, and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is at least missing
0: three, yeah. three games. ten days from the season starting. Yeah, the guy that I was a franchise quarterback, all of a sudden, I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, I'm going to retire. And, you know, that's that's fine. Obviously, you know, good luck to Andrew Luck. No, no pun intended. For Brissett to jump in and do what he's done and play the way he's played. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a facade. I think Shelby Brissett is as good. Yeah. I think he's – I think he's as talented. I really do. I think – I think I – think, I think they just
1: built this team
0: right. Yeah. They built it just right. They have the right guy at quarterback. He's got a good head on his shoulders.
1: And they can give A.J. Green the time. If he needs like two or three weeks more, give him two or three weeks more. And then when he's ready to come back, he's ready for a seven week run at the end of the season and a playoff push. And now, now you're putting an offense on the field that the Patriots are looking at saying,
0: uh oh, yeah.
1: Who are we going to cover? We have five,
0: five or six legitimate receiving options we every play. We can't
1: do what we normally do. Right. We, we usually take a guy on t- our second corner on T.Y. Hilton and put a safety over top. I don't know if we can do that now. And that Amoeba defense front seven, is it going to work against that offensive line?
0: I'd love to see that matchup.
1: I'm going to throw one more. I'm going to throw the outlandish one that I have. Because we know it's not going to happen. And Denver's kind of come out and said, everyone's on the block except for...
0: Von Miller, but we'll take offers. Which means go over the top for Von Miller.
1: And I don't know if I'm going over the top enough, to be honest with you. So our target is Kansas City, because what do
0: they need? Anybody who can play defense. I
1: mean, they have Frank Clark, who's played okay. He had a pretty good game this past weekend. But again, against Denver. What did Frank Clark do, do against anybody else before that? Not a whole lot.
0: I can't remember which tells you.
1: I need to know. So Kansas City's going to give up a 2021 first-round pick because they can't give up a 2020 because
0: they don't have it. Right.
1: They're going to give up a third-round pick in 2021 and a third-round pick in 2020. Again, it's, I don't think it's enough.
0: It's not outlandish because of the picks or the talent. It's outlandish because he has a rather large contract.
1: He has two years left on his contract after this season.
0: Right. Right. There is an out. There is an out. Well, you're not trading those draft picks to take them no, out. No. That's the thing. You're not You're not, You're not. trading that kind of capital to take them an out. And you're going to have to pay Mahomes an exorbitant amount of money. You're going to have to pay other players, talented players, to stay. At some point, you have to pay the offensive line because if you don't have anybody to protect these guys, it doesn't do you any good to have them.
1: Oh, and their, their offensive line has been questionable. Yeah. Clearly because Mahomes has got two injuries. So that offensive line is questionable as it is. But you're not going to get offensive line. I don't think all these teams that need offensive line help, they're not going to find it. They're going to find journeyman filler spot people because you're good offensive lineman. Either A, you want to build around, or B, you have to give up so much to get them and then pay them the money.
0: I don't think they trade them. I really don't.
1: I don't think so either. i just throwing it out there, seeing if uh, – I I honestly don't think it's enough. I think cause Denver I think Denver's holding him up on this pedestal that they're going to want the world for him and I just don't see it. I don't think Denver's going to want their first round pick from this this in this coming draft cuz you already know what it's going to be. It's going to be high 20s. So they're going to bet on the 2021 maybe being potentially lower. And then I just don't see with what Kansas City needs to do, they're gonna to want to give up any of their second round picks, which is a little more cost effective. So they can give up a third round picks, but it's not enough.
0: I, I don't think with, with Von Miller and they're building, you know, they drafted their Bradley Chubb. They have a decent secondary still. I I just I see them building that team around defense and finding anybody besides Joe Flacco can play quarterback. I mean, they are selling off pieces, and obviously, from an offensive standpoint, they're going to be abysmal the rest of the year, yep. <laughs> more so than they already have been. I just, I don't see it happening. No. I don't see them trading Von Miller. I mean, nothing surprises me after the Giants signed, you know, you know they signed Odell Beckham Jr. to yep. a, a big contract and the following season traded him after saying he was going to be a Giant for life. So, you never know. Yeah. However, I don't think so. And if I were them, I wouldn't because he's that dynamic.
1: Well, I shouldn't get the farm. I mean, you pull you pull two first round picks out of somebody.
0: Here's the thing: who have they hit on with draft picks, with the exception of Bradley Chubb and the John Elway era? Good question. Draft picks are useless if they don't pan out. Because
1: he keeps trashing that offensive lineman he drafted.
0: You can you can have all the draft capital you want if you don't know how to spend it, it's going to go to waste.
1: And their first round pick this past season is on IR. And their first round pick from the previous season, Bradley Chubb, is on IR. Their best draft pick is actually a not-draft pick. Philip Lindsay, undrafted
0: free agent, last year. Right. but to, to my point, they don't appear to know what they're doing in the draft if they don't have a top-ten pick.
1: They just constructed a defense, and they had Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah, everybody has so much fun trading draft picks and potential and this and that for established talent. Von Miller is not an old man. No, he's... Von Miller is still in his prime. Von Miller has a lot of good football left to play. Absolutely, does. And I think you'd be foolish to turn around and trade him so you can mess up those draft picks and have nothing to show for it four years down the road. Much like the time teams have to trade, this show is coming to a close. I would like to take a minute to sincerely thank everyone who has been spreading the word. Your Support means a lot. We greatly appreciate it. We are two guys who absolutely love football and can sit here and talk for hours and hours and hours. We
1: could probably go three or four hours
0: if we wanted to. Yeah, we could, but... I wouldn't listen to us talk that long. And I'd be involved in the talking, so I can't blame anybody else for not. But all kidding aside, guys, greatly appreciate it. I think we need to give a special shout out to a certain place. Yeah, so on our podcast distribution site, it gives us a breakdown of where our downloads come from. And the majority of them are from, you know, good old US of A. I was pleasantly surprised to see. So was I. Some European countries have actually downloaded our podcast. We have five downloads from Ireland. And one from Germany. So if it is you folks out there and you're listening still, thank you very much for your support. And we'd love to hear from you. And yeah. how can I do that, man? Ben
1: and Chris talk football. That's our Facebook page. Benchrisfo1 is our Twitter handle. Uh, I'm on there every day. You know, day. We're going to probably do some uh, comments over the next week on the trade deadline. Maybe throw out some ideas. Especially now that we have... Well, on iTunes.
0: We're not only available on iTunes, we are available on Spotify as well. And the platforms where you can find our podcast is only going to grow in the coming weeks and months. We are not going away. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be here. We're going to get better. This is a growing experience for both of us. And we hope you guys come along for the ride. Thank you so much for your support. And we will see you next time.
1: Thank you.